theyeshiva.net. So this Maimer of the Balatanya, which began on the Pasuk Atem Nitzav Mayom Kulchem, and the Zoyar associates Hayom with Rosh Hashanah, started to explain the uniqueness of Rosh Hashanah when all Neshamas are standing, Lifnei Hashem Alekechem, because all Nitzutzei Neshamas are elevated back to their source in all of the ten Madregas of Knesset Yisrael, from Rashechem Shiftechem to Choytzev Eitzechem Roshoyev Meimecha, to the point that there's no division and there's no fragmentation between them because the Klal in Kedusha is that there's no Rosh and Saif. That every head and every foot on another level is is the the, the, the foot is a head and the head is a foot. In other words, there's an ultimate achtos that comes from Saif of Kalalman. There's no absolute hierarchy where somebody's on the top and somebody's on the bottom. There's one Nekuda where I give to you and there's another Nekuda which you give to me and that's how it works because we are a kaima acha shlema just like a body and if somebody truly uh, if somebody truly uh, considers the other person inferior and that he is the rosh and the other person is the saif he says he's noifel ba'alma de prudem he falls into the world of fragmentation and Rosh Hashanah is a time of tshuva when Hashanah and Yisrael return to their source bis'asif rashayam all the machshavas of Knesset Yisrael go out from Rishus Rabbim into Rishus Hayachid. Shema Yisrael, Miloshin Vayishama, Miloshin Asifa. How does this Yichud happen? What is Tshuva and why Rosh Hashanah? So the Moshe Rabbeinu says, L'avrecha b'bris Hashem alakach. So he said, when two best friends make a Christmas bris like David and Yonason, the point is that they want that the Avid, the love, should never falter. Knowing that love can be damaged by different factors from outside or from inside that happen in life, the original causes of the love can go, and then the love can dissipate, or there can be different obstacles, internal or external, to destroy the love. They make a krisis bris that the love should reach a space that's lamaylamitamvedas, meaning it should be a love that is associated with their core essence and therefore unchangeable. So that even if there's good reasons to obliterate and be mavatal the ava, and not only that, to cause sinner, they're going to make sure that they will remain one, because what this bris does is, just like I will not stop loving myself, despite my sins, despite my mistakes, I won't stop loving you. And that's the Chris's bris. <coughs> Rashi says in the Vinitzavim, la'avrecha bris means that you take something, you take like a piece of basa and you split it, and they walk through it, which represents that they are Two, but really they're one. It's one that's split into two. And even if there's going to be a split, it will not take away the oneness. And even though it looks like two people, it's like one. And this is the Chiddush of David and Yonison. It's a pellet. That even though there could be sins that separate Avinesechem of Dylan. The Chris's bris represents ki chelak Hashem amoy. It's chelak Hashem. It's one. That was the Hakdam in Pedik in Pedik Aleph and Pedik Beis. From here, the Malatanya goes in to discuss the Malchias and Zechroinus and Shofris of Rosh Hashanah, and we'll soon see the connection. And he starts off with the fact that the Shofar represents the Rosh Hashanah represents the time when one remembers the bris and the eskashas between Hashem and us, through the shoifer. What's the shoifer? The shoifer is tshuva, it's the outcry that comes, 
from the core of the heart, which is beyond Dibur. There are, there are words that express emotions, there are words that express ideas. But there's something that cannot go into words. There's no words for it. It's a coil. This is called a coil poshant. A simple voice. A simple sound. It's a tkiya coil poshant. There's different types of coilists. There's a tkiya, there's a shvarim, there's a trua. But the common denominator in all of them is it's beyond dibur. Why? Because it comes from the kudas primius alev and it can't be compressed or limited in words. This is what he's going to start explaining now. Beer Hadover. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine lines from the bottom. Daf Mem Dalit, column two, or page 87. Beer Hadover. Exiv the Possek says, Lecha'am Alibi Bakshu Fanai Vegayim. Of course, this is the Possek of Chaydish Elul and Tishrei from Kapitel Chav Zayin and Tehillim, which begins with David Hashem Oiri Vyishi, which we say throughout the month of Elul till Hashem Rabba. Over there, David HaMelech says, L'cha ma'libi bakshu fonoi, es panecha Hashem avakish. Literally, the translation is, L'cha ma'libi, to you, my heart speaks, my heart says, bakshu fonoi, search for my ponim, search for my face. My heart speaks to you and says, bakshu fonoi, search for my my inside, my my. My ponai, my ponim, my face. Or ponim comes from the word, as we will see, pnimius. The word ponim is associated with pnim. Like you have avaydas pnim, avaydas chutz, lifnai v'lifnim, lifonim, lifnimishur, an inside. Why? Because ponim and pnimius are connected. There's chitzonis, which is the outside, pnimius, ponim is the inside. Bakshu fonai, seek my innards, seek, look for my inside. And then we conclude as panecha Hashem avakish, and I will search for your panecha. Bakshu panoi is panecha Hashem avakish. Ksiv lecham alibi bakshu fanei begoymar panai haynu pnimi yisaleif. When I say bakshu panai, I'm saying seek out, search for my pnimi yisaleif, for my internal heart. And this is a gavaldik aposik when you think about it. Somebody comes to you and says, Bakshu Fonai, look for my Pnimius. Don't look for my Chitzainius. Even the ability to be able to say that. In other words, don't judge me. Don't judge the book by its cover. Don't look at my external self. Bakshu Fonai, I want you to be Mavakish, to search. Bikush means a Bakasha, a search, Levakish. <coughs> I want you to search for that which lay beyond the facade, that which lay beyond the chitzonis. I want you to search for the pnimi. This is the postic that epitomizes this time of the year. When the Jew asks, consciously or unconsciously, don't look at my externals, look at my pnimis. And how important that is, especially... Sometimes you you know you're speaking to somebody, and their outer demeanor says one thing, but if you look in their eyes, they're saying bakshu panai. Almost don't listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm not saying. You know, listen to the bain hashuris. Look for that which is between the lines. Look for that which is not being said. Look for that which I can't even articulate. Look for the panai. 
Don't look at the outside. Look for the not panay. Huh? Look for the not panay. Look right. for the other panay. Right, for the deeper place. In the cry of the heart, there are also two dimensions. Pchines pnimis, kam pchines chitzonis. There's the pnimis tzakas alev and the chitzonis tzakas alev. In other words, we said before that shoifer is tzakas alev, nekudas pnimis alev. But pnimis alev is even deeper than chitzonis alev. Now, the chitzonius here, I should say, is pretty pneumistic. There's chitzonius and there's chitzonius. There's chitzonius, which is completely, you know, that's like a facade, an outer layer that is not authentic, inauthentic. The chitzonius that he's going to describe here is pretty pneumistic. Legabi, the pneumius alev, it's called chitzonius. In Zoyer it says, da klippelada, da meichelada, means when you speak about layers, on one level something is a shell. On another level, that's pnimius. That shell is really, you know, in an onion. What is an outer layer on one level is an inner layer relative to an external level. Depends which layer you're dealing with. Legabi, the pnimius, the guard deep, the profound pnimius is called chitzonius. Chitzonius halev unimshach min hadaz v'izboinunus. B'gdulos Hashem v'izpashtus erin tzayv baruchol anivroyim. comes from a weirdness. What type of awareness? He says from Das, profound. We spoke many times about Das is. Das is not just external awareness, it's profound awareness. It's an attachment to an idea. When a person really has the Das, the Zbainimus, the meditative, mindful quality of appreciating Gdulas Hashem. What is Gdulas Hashem? Gdulas Hashem, he teaches here, not very important. When people hear the word Dulas Hashem, they sometimes imagine Hashem is big. He's powerful. He's huge. He's much stronger than me. What does it really mean? Dulas Hashem means his pashtus oirin seifal hanevroyim. Dulas Hashem means the Gemara says in Brachas Nunches, Hagdula Zumai Seberashis. Dulas Hashem really means the infinity of God, that everything is divine. That the Eirin Saif is mispashed, it extends, it permeates every single nook and cranny of existence. Kol all of existence, heaven and earth and everything that's inside of it, from the tiniest, tiniest worm to the largest, largest star, it's all divine energy. That's Gdullah Hashem. Gdullah Hashem means one realizes that the world is divine. The world is a manifestation of divine energy. The light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem is mispasha, meaning it permeates, it extends on every nivra and every moment it's created, like we say in Davening, before Avas Oilam, before Krishna, it's not a one time event. Every moment, every day, there's a new creation happens anew. Also, we say in Davening. You give life to everything. In other words, there's nothing in this world that is not va'atam. 
Because everything has your chiyus. Everything has your energy. The world is divine. So when he says, when somebody's das, when a person's das expands into these ideas, meaning you really internalize them, you study them, you understand them. And not only these ideas, everything that's connected to this. So a person who, who internalizes this experiences a certain sakas halev. Sakas halev means there's an outcry of the heart that the person wants to be connected to the truth of life, to the truth of reality. A person doesn't want to surrender to mediocrity, to superficiality, to what they call today in America fake news. The person, real fake news. But rather the person is looking for the va'ata mechaye eskula. V'zehu achre Hashem yelechu ka'arye yisha. This is the meaning of the Pasuk. Achare Hashem Yelechu. They will follow, they will follow Hashem Ka'ar Yeyisha. Ka'ar Yeyisha is roaring. Like a lion, this is a Pasuk in Hosea. The Navi Hosea, Isaiah, Perikud Aleph says, Achare Hashem Yelechu. Ka'ar Yeyisha. They will follow Hashem roaring like, he will roar, roar like a lion. Taichus the Balatanya, Sheyash Pchines Shaiga, Pchines Chitsoyni Yisalei. This is an outcry, a shaga of the lion of the outer heart. And this is called achere. You're following behind. The connection to a lion is not only the roar, but also the source of a lion. In the vision of Yecheskel Anavi in chapter 1 of Yecheskel, he sees the divine chariot and he sees the face of the lion on the right. This represents spiritually the entire camp of Malach Michal, who's on the right. Shavaydasim v'shagasim huelayamin. Their avoda and their cry is on the right side. Pchinas ava, which is love. V'goyde lahavasim utshukasim liikol liibatul liikol alberin seivbaruch. Their great love and desire to become submerged, to become one with the energy of the insoif hamahava hamachayosim, which gives them life. Because they comprehend that they're being created every moment from nothing to something. They appreciate that there's a life force, an existence, and a flow that is communicated to them every millisecond again and again. And this is why they perpetually live in a consciousness of absolute love and connection. All this. This whole avoida and shaygel ayamin because this chuka to be in bottle and nichol learning soif creates them every moment. This consciousness calls a nikri chitzonius aleph. This is called the outer heart. <laughs> I told you it's not so chitzoniistic. <laughs> As I gans malach mechal, everything the gans mechava al chitzonius aleph. It's not so chitzoniistic. We'll soon see what pnimius is. But the chitzonius aleph really means. The consciousness of oneness, the consciousness of human alignment with the divine. And the deeper a person can appreciate this, of course this itself, there's endless madregas of how much a person can be sensitive to this. How much you understand, how much you feel, how it translates into your life. So this itself, you have a level beyond, 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 beyond. But on all levels, the common denominator is it's called Achare Hashem Alekechem Yelechu. Achare means behind, and here he touches Achare from the word Achareim, meaning it's the hind part of Hashem. It's Kivayachal, it's the back, it's the external part. 
even though it's Ka'arya Yishak, that's what makes it Chitzonis. It's the consciousness of the Arya El Hayomin, which is the tremendous avoid of Ava represented by Malach Michal and the whole Machana Michal, which is when you speak about a Malach here, we're not talking about you know, some creature, a Lakshan Kugel eater flying around with wings, but a Malach represents an emotional consciousness. An emotional, a Malach is an embodiment of emotional energy. This is an emotional energy that comes from absolute emotional intimacy of realizing the closeness between every nivra, every creation, including the human being himself or herself, with the divine. Because of Atom So when it says in Shulchan Aruch, there's Allah in Shulchan Aruch in Hilchas Tefillah, where is it Simen Tzadikei or Simen Tzadikches, that before the Tefillah, Tzarech Lehizboyin, this is in Shulchan Aruch, this is not the Chesidosh HaSefer, Tzarech Lehizboyin and Begadlus HaKel, before tefillah, a person should be zich mizbayin. And literally, halacha and shulchan just like the halacha that you have to uh, put on tefillin and keep Shabbos. Tzarech lezbayin and begad A person needs to meditate, needs to have tefunah, needs to have anzadim begad What's begad l'sakeh? So he teaches here for us what begad l'sakeh is. Begad doesn't literally mean the English translation, Hashem is very, very big. And therefore, he's bigger than you. You know, you say, my tati is stronger than your tati. Don't start up with me. Godless hakel means the infinity of kale. What does it mean, the infinity of kale? Infinity means that every space is filled with kale. That means there's no space devoid of him. That means, first and foremost, my space. <laughs> this space right here. This person right here. That when you look at this person, all you may see is a physical creature of flesh and blood. And you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself, you may be very uninspired and disconnected. Disconnected from everybody and everything, including yourself. Godless Sakel means realizing that that my consciousness right now is divine energy. My thoughts, my emotions, my feelings, my entire identity, including my entire personality, including my entire body, my physical self. To be able to sit with that and to be able to understand that creation happens literally every single moment, and therefore, right now, I am entering into existence as a reflection of Eirein Saif Barachom. That's the Hisboinunus that when a person focuses on in this way or that way, this expression, that expression, this detail, that detail, again, there's endless nuances and details and perspectives and protem, but the common denominator is, this creates a certain sakas alev, a certain shukha, a certain desire, that I want to be one with this. I want to be one with Hashem. That is the true, that is the true reality. Everything else, everything is essentially expression of, an expression of this reality. Why is this called chitzonius alev? Chitzonius alev. So he says, Why? All this is basically taken from this emotion, this feeling, this psyche is aroused. Nilkecha means it's taken, it's born, it's, it's, it's deduced. It's extracted from where? From his spash to zivaris is From the extension of his ray and his light on creation. 
Shesham alu hasagas on Evrayim kol echad v'echad l'fiyerka. He's paraphrasing the passage, Shesham alu shifte yutke. From Tehillim, he says, Shesham, over there, alu hasagas on Evrayim, that's where the hasaga, the comprehension of Evrayim goes up, each one according to its capacity. You can't compare the consciousness of the little insect to the consciousness of the tree, of the of the leaf, or the stem, or the root, even though it also has consciousness. You can't compare that to the consciousness of the pebble, the rock, or the mountain, or the waterfall. You can't compare that to the consciousness of the elephant, or the chimpanzee, which you can't compare to the consciousness of the human being. And in the human being, Gufi, you can't compare it to the consciousness of a certain human being, which you can't compare to the consciousness of Malach Michal, or the Neshama before it was born, or after it passes and leaves the body. Every Nivra has its own appreciation of the Divine based on its own identity. How can I know what is not my identity? I can't. Even if I want to know you, it's based on how I experience it, how I understand it. So he says, Kol echad but each one is only tuning into the ziv, to the ray, to the glimmer, to the ha'ara, to the ispash, to salakus, and the nevram, to the va'ata, mechaya eskul. So where is the shun that all these... The ziv. The ziv. The ziv of elakus, which... The ziv of Hashem, which basically gives chiyus to every single nivra without exception, from the highest to the lowest. And each one can comprehend something of that, lefi erka, according to its capacity. David HaMalach has an expression in Tehillim, we say it Shabbos morning, where is it? Koflam Ches, Ki Ani Yadati Gadol Hashem, Vadeneinu Mikol Alakim. Ki Ani Yadati Gadol Hashem. So I once saw one of the Chachmei Achsidus, I think it was either in Lekutei Maharan of Reb Nachman of Breslov, one of the early, early, early generations of Talmidei Abba Hashem Tev, so he made maybe Kedusha Slevi, he, he emphasizes, Ki Hashem. I know. And the way I know it, nobody knows it. Ki Hashem. The way I'm aware of it, nobody is aware of it. Why? Because every person could teach us something about life that nobody else knows. That's the fact. If you go around this room and you ask every person, teach me, the secret that you discovered what life is about, everybody will say something else, and everybody will say something different, and everybody will say something that is indispensable to the story of life. Why? Because if you're being honest, you're expressing the divine that comes out through you. To put it in other words, the way I know God, nobody in the world knows God. The way you know Hashem, nobody. Not because you're bigger or smaller, because you're you. You could say something about God Hashem that Moshe Rabbeinu can't. That Avram Mitzvah and Yaakov can, and nobody could. Why? Because it's what's coming out through your individual personality and chemistry. Just like every chaya, every behemoth, every every insect expresses Kvoid Hashem in its own way. We have in Perik Shira, everybody sings a different song. Every behemoth, every chaya, every bird, every fish sings a different song. In Mesech Rosh Hashanah, we learned Rashi says, on Thursday, you say, Harninu Yaakov. He said, because that day he created all of the birds and all of the fish, and when you study their diversity, the diversity, and each one has its own unique identity, it creates a whole different type of shir that comes from diversity. So every nivra lefi erkoi 
needs to be able to tune in with the divine that is in you. I can't tune into the divine that's in you. I have to tune into the divine that's in me. Because it's unique. Every person is different. Every nivra is different. And the reason every person is different is because the divine energy is different. It's custom made to that particular nivra. That is why physically we're different, because spiritually we're different. It's not a mistake. We're all physically different, even people. No two people are the same. Certainly, when you come to the entire universe, everything is individually unique. There's no one type of species of birds. There's thousands of different species. Millions of insects and mammals and and never mind fish. And each one with its unique chemistry and the way it survives and the way it propagates and the way it deals with crisis and the way it deals with, with, with foe with the way it deals with I mean, it's incredible, incredible, the diversity of it. What is it all? It's all the Atamachaya Eskulam. We say in the Atamachaya Eskulam. But the way you're Machaya Eskulam, the way you're manifested, the way you restrict your energy, the way it comes down, a molecule of water is basically divine energy that is manifested in atoms of hydrogen and oxygen, that come together to create this and this molecule. Oh, so that's what he's saying. What's, so each nivra lefi erkoi is capable of grasping this. The mechadish betuvi b'cholim tamid masabereshes that the eye is essentially an expression of the divine. And when somebody real, real, really discovers this, there's automatically a craving, a tzimoyen, a tzaykas halev that I want to be one with myself, I want to be one with my true core, with my true identity. Why is all this called chitzonius halev? This emotion, even if it's very authentic, is called external. So he says, because this entire emotion comes, from the ziv, from the ha'ara of Hashem on the nevrayim. Because sham alu ha'sagas ha'nevrayim kolechad v'echad l'fiyerkad. That's where the Hasaga could reach. Every Nivra according to its capacity. But it only reaches the Ray, the Ziv. Did I answer your question? I don't know what that means. The Machtazoy, I don't know what that means. Yes or no? Huh? You could say, I didn't answer your question. Don't worry about it. Huh? When he says that often, he's, it's a setup. Chitzoni is what he's going to say next. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Chitzoni is legabe, legabe de pedemius. No, the, but the key word is shenilke ziv va'alas his When we say, what, what does a ziv mean? Ziv means a rail. I'm going to give an example. We spoke of this example. I mentioned this example a few times. Take Ziv Hashemesh, the ray of the sun. The sun extends its rays over the earth. And we all enjoy it. We live from it. We get warmth, we get light, we get heat, we get energy. The plants, the bushes, the trees, the animals. Our earth lives from sunlight. Without sunlight we can't survive. Each tree craves sunlight. Without sunlight, it can't live. Every 
every creature, every nivra in its own way, benefits from sunlight. What do I need from sunlight? I need the ziv. I need a ray of the sun. Do I want the entire sun coming into my bedroom in the morning? You know what your bedroom is going to look like. You're going to have toast for breakfast, and you're going to be the toast. It's not going to look like it's not going to look like anything, right? And the toast will not be that edible. <laughs> It'll be pretty dark. So we want the sun, but we don't want too much. In fact, one of the very fascinating phenomena of nature is the distance between earth and sun. If we would just be a little closer, we wouldn't be able to survive. If we would be a little further, we would freeze. We also wouldn't be able to survive. So it's the exact distance, something unique, that the rays of the sun can reach us in a way that is illuminating, beneficial, constructive. And we cherish it, we love it, we live from it. We don't only love it, we live it, we live from it. But what is it? We get a ziv Hashemesh, we get a ray of the sun. Try to travel to the sun, get into a spaceship and try to travel to the sun. It's not happening so fast. The moon, Mela, the moon we already reached. And the reason is you get close to the sun, you burn up. The ray of the sun, does it come from the sun? Of course it comes from the sun. Does it capture the full intensity of the sun? Of course not. If it would, it wouldn't be as if it would burn us up. Does it capture something of the sun? Avada. Avada it brings us some of the light, the warmth, and the energy of the sun. And all, the, all its magical, all of its unique and extraordinary properties and features. This is what we mean by Chitzonius. The Ziv Hashemish is called Ahispashtos. It's the way the sun extends. It's projected. You have it even by a person. Right? Let's say you're sitting in the presence of somebody who has a tremendous Hadras Ponem. Ponov Meiro is Kashemish, like we say, Ponenu Meir Nishmas. Ponov Meiro is Kashemish V'chayereyech. His face shines like the sun and like the moon. Tremendous, what's called the Chazal, Ziv Klastar Ponem. The ray that comes from his visage. It's called ziv. You have ziv hachina, and you have ziv, the ray of it. Sometimes you sit in the presence of a person who has a tremendous hadras ponim, a tremendous ziv. There's an energy that comes off the face. Shleim HaMelech says, Chachmas Adam Toyer Ponov. The wisdom of a person illuminates his face. You could see. And you're sitting and basking in that ziv. What are you getting? You're getting the entire sun. No. You're getting something. You're appreciating something. Does this mean you know the totality of the person? Absolutely not. But, something you're getting. There's a ziv, and you're internalizing it. And you could sometimes live from it. So understand, what is your pnimius? Is that... what Your pnimius is coming from chitzainius of the ziv. May my entire life comes from the ray, which is the chitzonius of the source. So for me, it's everything. But it's called chitzonius because, as he puts it here, hasagas hanivrayim. What are the nivrayim grasping? They're grasping the divine that infuses them with energy. I'm grasping that divine that is in me. I'm grasping the sham olu hasagas hanivrayim kalechad vechad lefiyarka. The va'ata mechaya. So I'm grasping the va'ata through the kulam, which is the ziv of va'ata, the re. That's why it's called chitzonius halev, because what you're grasping is the chitzonius of Ein Saif.
which is not a small thing. It gives chiyus to every nivra. It's mispashat in every nivra. That's called godless hakel. That's called gedula hakel. <laughs> this is the only relationship that only Abraham have with Hashem. Yeah. yeah. Only a Jewish exception that has. Each that. one according to its capacity, lefiyarkei. And and it's not a chisarin. That that's the nature of creation. Even the sun, which is a physical nivra, the sun is is not divine. Chas v'shalom. The sun is itself is a created being. Sun is finite. It's pretty big, but it's finite. It's uh, <laughs> ninety three million miles uh, far from us. But you see, you see its impact. You see its power. But even it's a muscle that even by the sun, you have the sun itself, the core, the core of the sun, which is overwhelmingly hot. The fireball of the land. Then you have the ray, which is an extension, an important extension. It accomplishes a tremendous amount, but it's only a ziv. It's called chitzonius. And then you have the pnimius. This is a mushroom. So now he goes, You're talking about Hashem Himself. Meaning Himself. So as we say also in davening, It's completely exalted. As we say again, again in davening from Tehillim, Hashem. We go through that mizmor, right? It's a very beautiful mizmor. You go through the different types of creations. Now you may not realize this mizmor is divided into two. First, we discuss the planets, the galaxies. We discuss that which is above our atmosphere. And we finish off. Lenny, you ever realize this? You know why we take a break? Because only them, they never take a break. They never go on vacation. The sun never says, you know what, I'm not in the mood. Now we come, after we're done with them, Hallelujah, Hashem, Min Ha'aretz. Taninim, Tahoimus, these always take a break. A snake says, you know what, I lived my years, it's time to die, next generation. The bee dies, the human dies. This is already not Ve'amidim La'ad La'olam. There's no eternity here. There's no continuity here. The Yerushalmi says, Tzva HaShamayim Kayamim Be'ish. Tzva HaOretz Kayamim Be'min. Expression of Talmud Yerushalmi. The legions of heaven are live on by man, by individual. The legions of earth, only the species remains. The human race continues. The elephant species continues. The chimpanzee species continues. The rhinoceros species continues. But the individual rhino dies. The individual galaxy, the individual sun and moon, at least you have many of them. I mean, some stars also uh, explode and move on. But there's the concept of consistency. So now you go, Alu Hashem in Taninim, Crocodiles, Chaltoimus, Eish, Butter, Chela, Kitiruach, Sara, Harim, Gvoyes, Eitzbli, Arozen, Hachayev, Chol Be'emer, Remes, Vitzipraconov. This is where you're really becoming conscientious of the universe, of creation. And how do you finish? Bachurim v'kam sulis Yehalalu Hashem Hashem At the end, Yehalalu Ki nizgov Shmoi levadoi Hoidoi aleretz v'shamoyim Vayarim kenan lama So this is what he's going to teach you. Kedixiv ki nizgov shmoi levadoi Shafilu p'chines shmoi v'p'chines levadoi even Shmoy, which is in itself already a Ziv. 
Even Shmoy is Levadoi alone, exalted. Even Shmoy. Meaning, what does it mean in Levadoi? The lace machshavet fisabe. Levadoi means you could be alone among thousands of people, but you're alone. Levadoi doesn't mean you're in solitary confinement. Sometimes people are surrounded by hundreds of people, but they're alone, right? You ever feel that way? And sometimes you become more alone when you're around so many people because you realize how alone you are. What makes you alone? What makes you alone is nobody understands you. What is loneliness? What is the definition of levadai? Nobody understands you. Nobody understands you. You could speak and speak and speak and speak. Yeah? Like your teacher used to say, You guys know what Ahanim Bnei Adam means? When you say Kaparis Erev Yom Kippur, what does the chicken understand about Bnei Adam? Right? The chicken state and it does its thing on your head. It's taking the come of what you're about to do to it. So the like a rooster understands Bnei Adam, that's how much you understand me. It's one of those Yiddish uh, classic characteristic expressions. What's cooks the on, yeah? It usually was followed by something else. Right? <laughs> you ever heard this from your father? Ahon is a hen. The, 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 the rooster understands. <laughs> you know, these Yiddish uh, expressions are unique. They can't be replicated in other languages. Yeah. Hanging by tog and brennen by nacht. Right? A Yiddish curse. You should be a, a, like a leicht. Okay, I mean, these are grandmothers, what they developed in Europe from thousand years of, of, of oppression and humor. So, what's the definition? I'm around many people, but nobody understands me. Nobody understands you. You're alone. You could be in a marriage, but you're not understood. When you're not understood, you're alone. And it's painful. So that's in a negative sense. But the concept is, Levada, he says, even Shmoy, Leis Machshavet Fisabe. No thought can grasp it, can get it. Vani Hashem The Novi Malachi says, Ani Hashem I didn't change. What does this mean? <coughs> now we go to another piece of davening. Karbonus. Atu Atshaloi Nivroilam. Just like before creation, the Medrash says in Pirkei de Rebelezer, who Shmai was Bulvat, it's also Achash in Why? Because this state is unchanged. We say in the morning, again, after Yetzirayr, What does it mean? Literally, it means Hamayir Laaretz. He lights up the earth. Vadarim Allah. Yeah, Hamayir. Tuvim Mechadish B'Cholim Tav Masavreishes Morab Masach Hashem Kulam B'Chachma Sisam Malaaretz Kinyanach. Till now, we're speaking about the Ziv. Hamayir Laaretz. Vadarim Allah. That's why he gives the marshal from the song because the same concept. Tuvim Mechadish B'Cholim Tav Masavreishes Morab Masach Hashem Kulam B'Chachma Sisam Malaaretz Kinyanach. And here you have the title of the Magad of Mizrich. What's that? Mala Aretz Kinyanecha. Mala Aretz Kinyanecha literally means the earth is filled with your Kinyan. Meaning, you acquire everything. It belongs to you. 
That's literally you're the you're the you're you're It's like I'll say I come into this city and basically it's all yours. All the buildings are owned by this fellow. The Maggid says the earth is filled with things through which we could be kind of you. The earth is filled with things through which we... In other words, you don't find God only in heaven. The earth is filled with things through which we could be kind of you, through which we can acquire you. You don't have to run away from the world. But that's all the first level. Now you come to the next. HaMelech HaMeroimam Levade Me'oz we, we say these words, you know, but this is a very, very profound structure. The Anshikneza wrote this. They didn't, they didn't sit down, you know. These are words you can hold on. You can hold on for a few millennia. The king who's exalted alone from then. Hamishubach, he's praised. Hamafoyer, he's exalted. Hamisnasa, he's aloof. Mimois oilam from the days of the world. So that Balatanya teaches us a pirish. May oz, what's may oz from when? Before koydim shenivra oilam. Hayabchines hamelech shuhubchines shmoy bchines lavado yamovdom. Before creation of the world, even the melech in him, which was his name, which itself is a ziv. Your name is not your essence. It was alone. It was miraimam, mishubach, mafoyer, misnase. Hamelech Hameroimam Levademeyaz, even Melech, which is Shmoy, it's not him, it's the king. But now it's different. Now there's Yemoy Soilam, now there's time. Now infinity is compressed into finiteness. Now there's Yemoy Soilam. This didn't change. The who, this element cannot be manifested within them, enclosed within them in a manifested way, meaning that we can capture it through our consciousness, because our consciousness is finite. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu means when he says, Ki eish Your God is fire. Pirish, keteva this Pasuk, a different Maimorium, has a different interpretation. Here the interpretation is, he's like fire. What's the definition of fire? Fire always goes up. You never grasp fire. Unlike water, fire always departs. It's always swaying, dancing, licking the air, kissing heaven, trying to leave the wick. You have to hold the fire down. Hashem means there's never an Indian that Hashem could be grasped, could be fathomed. It's completely it can be contained by the mind of the Nivra. There's always the element of Aish. Histalkus, aloof, sublime. Leis machshavat fisabe. So therefore, we begin. We say, He shines to the earth and everybody that lives, like the sun. Step one. This is the consciousness of Hamachadish betuvay b'cholyim tamed. The consciousness of Atam mechayes kula. Then he says, Hamelech. Even Shmoy, which is Melech, the king, king is not the essence, the king is already a title, is Merumam Levadoi. Levadoi, why is he Levadoi? Because no thought can grasp it. May us, from then, from before creation. I, now, there's a creation, he created a whole world. He says, still, Even when there's Yemais Olam, 
there's still the element of Yehalalu Hashem Hashem, Ki Nizgov Shmoi is still Levadai. Hoi Dayalayat Vashamayim. The ray, the hoid, hoid means the splendor. Hoid means splendor. Hoid the other comes into earth and heaven. So hoid is referring to step two still? No. What we're just describing about taninim to hoimus eishobar, that's the hoid that extends even from shmai, even from the name. Even from the name. So what he uses here in the Hashem Loshanisi, where the point he's making is that between step one and step two, we shouldn't think anything changed in the Eitzof. Right. That's yeah. on pshat level means God says, I don't change, meaning I still exist. The Apostle says, I didn't change, you didn't perish. I'm eternal, you're going to remain here. He's teaching here, between step one and step two, even though there's a creation of the world. And the Ani Hashem remains Loishanisi. And that's the Pchina of, of Eish. As we shall continue to explain Bezer Hashem tomorrow. How is there a Shem before creation? Huh? The aligned. So that we'll discuss tomorrow. And even Shmoy is Levade. Very good Shaila. <laughs> There's the element, the hispashtos hachiyos, there could be some hasaga. Not maybe in the mohus of it, but the metzias of it. But, so, the Pasuk says in Tehillim, we say it in Chaydish Elul, Lecham Alibi, Bakshu Fonai Espanecha Hashem Avakesh. Bakshu Fonai, the Alter Rebbe Taiches means search for my Pnimius. Pnimius Halev. Because in the Tzaykas Halev, in the outcry of the heart, is what's called the Pnimius and the Chitzonius. The external heart and the internal heart. What is the difference in Pnimius and Chitzonius? The Chitzonius Halev is the heart that is aroused from the contemplation and from the experience of Godless Hashem, what is Godless Hashem, as he explained? From the awareness of the infinite presence of Hashem within every single experience, every single creation, and every single nivra, and every single encounter. To create them every single moment from nothingness to somethingness, betuvay, mechadish, bechol, yoim, tamid, maasabereshis, Va'ata mechaya es kulam. Es kulam. All of them, everything. Like we say in Vayivorich David, Atu hu Hashem levadecha, Tosisis Hashemayim, Shmei Hashemayim, V'chol Tzvam, Ha'aretz, V'chol Asher Allah. Everything. Hayamim V'chol Asher Bahem. So we deal with heavens, we deal with earth, and we deal with waters, all of the, all of the bodies of water. 
And we finish Va'ato Mechaya Es So therefore in the Kulam you have the Va'ato. In all you have the Va'ato Mechaya Es The vitality, the life, the Chiyos, the energy that is essentially from you. This real, the, the, uh, 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 true appreciation of this, as he says, when one expands his das in these words, in these ideas, or similar ideas, so a person who's really in touch with this, this develops in a chukah, in a desire, in a connection, in a tzaka salev, a certain cry of the heart, meaning a yearning of the heart, to connect to this. To connect to Hashem. This is... The Achere Hashem Yeleichu Ka'arye Yishak. And why is it called Chitzoyni Yisalev? Why is this Chukah called Chitzoyni Yisalev? So he said, because this comes, it grows out of what we call the Ziv of, of the Shechina, the Hispashtus of, of Ein Soif. The, the, the glimmer, the ray, the radiance of the light that ultimately penetrates permeates, saturates all of existence and each existence independently. And he says it's there, it's in that ray where Hasagas and Ivraim reaches, where the comprehension of every Nivra reaches, kol echad everyone in a unique way, everyone according to its capacity. You can't compare the Hasaga of Malach Michal or of an Ashama of Olam Ha'abriya to an Ashama in a guf down here. To a shtik doimim, to a tzemeach, to a chai, to a medaber. Every nivra is different. Every nivra knows its God based on itself. Essentially, what do they say in recovery? The God of your understanding, right? The God of your understanding. So there they mean one thing, but, when it, but, but, but there's a truth in that expression. The God of your understanding means it's one God, but I can relate to God the way... I could relate to reality. My God, my God can't be larger than my reality because this is the God of my reality. So in other words, every nivra, when it reaches its own core, when it wants to discover its true self, what does it discover? It discovers the divine. But since my definition of self is not your definition of self, Everybody's definition of self is different. Not only because we're in a delusion, because every self is different. The Mishnah and the Gemara says in Mesechus and no two things, no two people are the same. No two snowflakes are the same. No two droplets are the same. No two creatures are the same. Of course, no two minds or faces are the same. Ain't they saying Shabbos? Ain't parts of Shabbos? It's not just external differences. These are intrinsic differences. And the intrinsic differences means that the divine energy, Kivayachal, is diversified. The divine energy in the worm is not the divine energy in the frog. Divine energy in the elephant is not the divine, en- the divine <coughs> energy in the cheetah. And the divine energy in me is not the divine energy in you. Because it's real, Sakas Alev means the Hajj Shrite. Uh, yeah, I want to be connected to you. Yes, sir. 
understand. So the lave is having this awareness from contemplating reality, and therefore is contemplating the God of their reality, and is saying, Vachufanai. And it's a, it's a request of Ramoshal. Plea. A plea for what? I'm saying I have it for. No, no, we're not there yet. We're now Chetzonius Alev. We're still Chetzonius Alev. We don't yet. We don't yet with Bakshu. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It's just Hakdama. We didn't get to Bakshu Fana yet. So that this is based on the Hasagas Hanivrayim in the Ziv, and this is all Ziv. Why is it all called Ziv? Because, again, in the marshal that we gave last time about the Ziv, the ray, the ray comes from the sun, and we talk about the sun. Any Ziv, really. The radiance of the sun comes from the sun, but it doesn't capture the full intensity of the sun. That's why we could survive and benefit from it. Does it come from the sun? It comes from the sun. But it's only the ziv of the sun. The hasaga of the nivrayim and elikus is every person and every creature according to its erech, but in what? In the ziv, meaning in the dimension of the divine energy that permeates every nivra. To the point that he, this Nivra, has the capacity to wrap his or her brain around it. And when I say wrap their brain around it, I don't mean completely wrap your brain around it. Because even the divine energy that becomes custom-made and tailor-made to the Nivra remains transcendent. It's not like I can really wrap my brain around it. It's not a piece of mathematics. But at least there's some relationship with it. And the deeper I go into the I, the more I discover that because that is the true I of the I. This is the definition of the divine as the true eye of the eye. What is at the core of the eye? Va'ata mechaya eskula. So every mitzias, whatever it is, spiritual or physical, transcendent or concrete, heavenly or earthly, bodily or soulfully, any dimension in life, the truth of it, the true eye of it, is the ziv, the energy, the ray, and glimmer that comes from elikos, the Ein Saif, that this Nimshech, it's communicated to create, sustain, vitalize, give content, design, existence, substance, and purpose and direction to this Nivra. And of course it translates from transcendent energy into a physical substance that we can encounter with our eyes, smell with our noses, listen to with our ears, touch with our hands. When we're dealing with Gashmi or with Ruchni, we grasp it in more with more abstract instruments. Well, I think both are true. There's an element of individuality, which is uniqueness, right? And then there's, of course, also the element of, of unity, of oneness, because ultimately, both are true. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The world flourishes on diversity. Diversity is woven into the fabric of civilization, and not just of civilization, of our planet and of all planets. Diversity is the name of the game. God could have created one species of birds. He decided to create 9,000 species of birds that we know of. Could have created one type of mammal. Instead, there are thousands upon thousands. 
talk about insects, talk about fish, talk about plants, bushes, trees. Diversity is woven into the fabric of our existence. Well, who says? That's what I I, so I mentioned that Biremas without getting into that. That what they want to exclude is not what we're trying to exclude here. Yeah. They want to be sensitive to uh, you know. They want the Muslim and the Jew and the Catholic and the Mormon and the Protestant and the Hindu and the Buddhist to all be able to share in recovery. Kumbaya. <laughs> Huh? And, the and the atheist. Right? And the satanist. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have what he says, And in Davening, we have those two parts of the same paragraph. Obviously, it's Rabu Masecha. Kulam b'chachma asisa, but with a different chachma. For each one, unique because it's Rabu. It's diversified. Kulam b'chachma mala ha'aretz kinyanecha. Stage one. Then we go hamelech hamerumam levadoi levadoi meaz. What's meaz before creation? And even now, when there is creation, still even after creation. Meaning, even the Pchina of Melech, which is already Shmoy, it's already the name, the king, represents a relationship with a nation. I I'm not a king if I'm alone. The king means there's a relationship, which is the Pchina of Shmoy, even that's moved on. And even that's mefoyeru misnase mimois oilam after mimois oilam. And on this he brought the pasuk Hashem alekecha eish oichla. What is eish oichla? The teva of eish is it doesn't come down. You have to bring it down. Eish naturally fire departs. You have to find means of holding down the fire. The fire on its own, even when you're holding it down, it's still soaring, rising. It's like Almost like dancing towards heaven, trying to lick the heavens, trying to depart from the wick. Spiritually, it represents the concept, Hashem that Beteva, it's not Yoridum Espashet. It's Behistalkus, it departs. What does this mean? So you'll continue now inside. We're holding the line that starts, Alderich Marshal, Ve'ena Yoridum Espashet. The line says, Kedixiv, Hashem Alekecha Eish Oichlo, page 88. Probably 10-15 lines from the top. Like the nature of fire which goes up and is not naturally descending and extending itself downward. Every hashpah, every hamshacha from Ein Saif into the world is essentially a yurida. It's a descent, it's a hishtalshlis, it's an evolution from a higher space to a lower space, and that's the concept of water. The Gemara says, The nature of water, of liquid, is 
wherever you put it, it could be in a very elevated space, it's going to look for the lowest space and it's going to reach there. It will flow and trickle down until you stop it. But the further, if there's a lower place, the water will continue. That's the nature of water. The nature of water is the flow from a higher space to a lower space. That's opposite of the nature of fire, which actually seeks to depart, doesn't seek to go down unless you force it, unless you bring it there. So spiritually speaking, Hashem Elokecha Eish Oichlohu. Mayim represents the tendency, the trend of Hashpah, Hamshacha, from transcended down lower and lower. Eish represents the histalkos departing Lamaila. So he says, V'loi shayich ze'elach ha'kama minitzim tzumim. V'islap shusar b'madregiz shaynus ha'masachim rabim. This concept of Mayim is only Shaykh, it's only possible, it's only applicable after many restrictions and many concealments and the light enclosing itself within many levels and many veils, many curtains which conceal the revelation of Ezelikus the way it is essentially, so that the world should not cease and become naught and return, revert to the way they were before, which was naught and nothingness. So Hashem Elekecha Be'etzim is Eish Eichla. And the Mayim relates to the Ziv. And the Ziv is Nespashet and is Yoyed into the Nevraya. So here we have the distinction between the Nekuda of the Eish and the Nekuda of the Maya. When we speak about creation, creation captures, creation contains in a manifested way the ziv, the spashtus of Ein Saif, meaning the way Ein Saif articulates itself in finite terms to be able to become a source for creation. God is my engine. So that's godliness, the way it articulates, it compresses itself, it restricts itself to become basically a source for a particular nivra. So this is a tremendous symptom. It's a tremendous restriction. It's a tremendous finiteness that the divine compresses itself into to be able to really become tailor-made and custom-made to every particular nivra with all of its nuances. Even though Legabe Yos is a tremendous koyach, it's the koyach of Ein Saif, the koyach haboyret. But this koyach haboyret is only post-symptom. Because it's the way the boire becomes a boire. And that's already a tremendous symptom. Or in the words of this mime, it's only a ziv, it's a ray of the light. What happens if the sun itself would be revealed without a ziv? It wouldn't give room to finiteness. If that was not done, if the symptom was not done, Hashem Elekech Eish Eichla. Eish naturally is not yoyret. Eish is mystalic, it's parts. Transcendence is the natural state. For it to become Mayim, it must go through all of the tzimtzumim. Hashem Kivayachal goes through all of these tzimtzumim to dress up the chiyus, the oir, in many levushim, in many mesachim, in many madregas. It assumes identity, spiritual identity. It assumes qualification. It assumes a certain madrega, this level, that level, this concept, that concept. And, and it trickles down and it evolves. And from many, many, many endless madregas and levushim and mesachim and tzimtzumim, 
ultimately the worlds emerge, each nivra according to its capacity based on how the divine energy restricts itself to come into that nivra. And that's where the Bechin of Mayim comes in. What happens if there wouldn't be this Mayim? If they wouldn't have the concealment of Elokuz Bechvaydei then the worlds, he says, would cease to be. They would revert to the way they were before, which means there could be no space for finite identity in the presence of the Ein Saif itself that doesn't go through all of these Tzimtzumim. That's why he said that the Tzaykes Halev that we spoke about till now is called Chitzainius Halev because it's taken from the Ziv of Elikos, from the Ha'or of Elikos on the Nevrayim, because that's where the Nevrayim can grasp. That's where they could say, ah, this is my truth. But the truth of the divine that I'm experiencing is the truth of the divine, the way myself can experience it, based on my reality. It's the way the divine becomes the source of reality. What is real? What is real to me is me. Not even if my me has the courage not to reduce itself to a small creature, but to go deeper and deeper and deeper and discover my deepest self. So what do I find in my deepest self? I find the divine. The way the divine manifested itself to articulate itself as the engine of the deepest self, as the core of the self. And again, in this itself, there are endless madregas based on the creature, based on the world, based on the paradigm, based on where you are in this ladder of ishtalshalus. The water trickles down from very, very high places to very low places. Some are all are recipients of the water in the lowest place, and some are on top. And you can't compare, of course, a little trickle of water coming from your sink to the Niagara Falls. And if you would try to stand in the midst of the Niagara Falls to accept the water, it could be a little overwhelming, even in the state of Mayan. Look at Harvey. I mean, look at Harvey, right? Water is taka yoyred, but if there's not enough tzimtzum, you have Hurricane Harvey in Texas. Where Eish, by definition, is Bistalkas. Hashem alakech Eish oichlu. This pchina always is chitzayni. Yeah. 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 All hashpah of elikus is always called mayim. Whenever there's hashpah in elikus, hamshacha, flowing, coming down, extending, descending. Evolving, it's always Maya. It's always the beginning of Maya. It takes on shape, just like water. If you have a cup, the water will take on the shape of the cup. And if you have a bathtub, it'll take on the, the shape of the bathtub. Just like, that's what the world is like. The divine energy takes on my shape. Physical and spiritual. Shape, I don't only mean physical. Shape, I also mean content. Design, who you are. The spiritual, everything has a shape. The difference, of course, is in the mushal, the shape is there before the water. In the nimshal, the shape of the water shapes the shape. The shape of the water shapes the shape. That's why it's my God. Yeah. That's why it's forming itself. Ah? Uh? Yes. Okay. In a chanami. In a chanami. 
Aval begilu yelakosi is barach ba'atzmai b'chvaydoi. When you have the gilu of elikos ba'atzmai in his essence, or b'chvaydoi the way he is himself, l'shayich shum ashpa. The concept of ashpa doesn't work there. Loi begedim emali v'loi begedim soiv. Not a hashpa that we will call memale, meaning the way he limits himself to fill each nivra according to its capacity, not even soivif, which remains transcendent. That's the term we use. What does Wherever you are, it remains elyon. There's no definition. Elyon means higher. Higher than what? Whatever. Wherever you are, it's alien. And in Yiddish, from this came the expression, the Ebrishter. You have Reboyne Shaloylam. You have the Boyde Yoylam. You have the Heilike Bashefer. You have HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A lot of expressions. When you say Reboyne Shaloylam, you're talking about Mayim. The master of the world. That's the way Hashem defined Himself as being the master of the world. In other words, governing the world, creating the world and governing the world. Bashefa is the same thing. The creator, the Boireyayla. The Eibishter is something else. The Eibishter means the higher one. The higher one of what? I say, I live on the first floor, he lives on the higher floor. And if I live on the third floor, he lives on the fourth floor. And if I live on the tenth floor, and if my skyscraper has 500 floors, so he's 501. Wherever you are, it's Gavoya. Ram umisnasi begavaya. Hamelech hamerumim levadi meyos. Ram benitzu begavaya mai. It doesn't have a definition. It can't be articulated. It's always it's the esh. There's always the esh represents. There's always the mystery, the infinite. There's a ashtok hecher. Yet a, a, a higher space, a higher space, a higher space. It's naturally not coming into Levushim, but actually being mafshet itself. Being mafshet itself from Levushim. Um, from this place, nimshech liyes la'adam p'chines tzayke b'pnimiz alef. It's from this space where one can experience a different tzayke, a cry, not from chitzayinis alef, but from p'nimiz alef. L'maylam in hadas. The tzaika of Chitzayni Yisalev, he said before, always comes from Das. He said, Chitzayni Yisalev nimshech min hadas. From awareness comes an emotion that we call Chitzayni Yisalev. As he says from the Hizboinenus in Gedulas Hashem, the way it was defined here. Gedulas Hashem, not that he's big, but that he's infinite, he's everything, comes Chitzayni Yisalev. Pnimi Yisalev, he says, is Lamaila min hadas. Meaning... The Pnimi Yisalev cries, he doesn't want to see, be separated from his oneness and unity. His heart burns like a glow of fire, glowing coals of fire. As a flame that ascends on its own, Without the reasoning and the rationales that create where the soul wants to be mishtapich itself, it wants to pour itself out in the bosom of its father, melt away in the bosom of its father, and to dedicate its soul, his soul, to oneness, 
v'yisrael olu b'machshave b'pchinne pnimis k'mashakasuf makamach. How is it shayich for a nivra to even reach the tzaykas halev? L'cha'ayda, by definition, we explained. All of nivrayim come from the ziv. So therefore, you dig deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, you'll find the ziv. So he says, because the emes is chelik Hashem amay. As it says in Parshas Harzino, chelik Hashem amay Yaakov chevel nachalosay. Amay, his nation is a part of him. The neshama is a chelik Hashem. And Yisrael, the Medrash says in Bereshis, Medrash Naba, Yisrael, Olubimachshava, Jews ascended in thought, which is a marshal. The world is basically a product of Dibur. Vayoymer Elikim, Bidvar Hashem. Yisrael, Olubimachshava, Machshava represents Pnimius, that which precedes your words, that which is your thoughts. So he says, Bepchin is Pnimius, Kamashakasab Makamacha. So therefore, the Neshama has a sense, it has a relationship with Chelek Hashem Amoy. With the pnimius of Ein Soiv that is deeper than the Ziv. So when the person senses that, here there's a different type of tzaika. This is a tzaika that comes from the pnimius alev that is rooted in the pnimius of Ein Soiv versus the tzaika of chitzonius alev that is rooted in the chitzonius of Ein Soiv, in the Ziv of Ein Soiv, in the Mayim of Ein Soiv, in that which is Yorit with Tzimtzumim and the Hashpas, which becomes the Lakus of the Nivra, which is awesome, which is also infinite. But that's called Chitzainius Alev. Why? Because it touches the Chitzainius of Elokus Kevayachal, where the Pnimius Alev represents the Tzaika that touches the Pnimius, which transcends the Mayim, the Eish, Hashem Alekech Eish Oichlohu, which is beyond the Ziv. It's what he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chvayi De'i Ba'atzma. So, we are crying out to something which we can sense or comprehend because it's it's part of the Ziv. So Pneumius Alev, we're crying out to something that we can't sense. And how can we cry out to something that we can't sense? We sense, but we, we have an awareness of it. We yeah. just have no comprehension of it. What, so what are we crying out to? Relationship, 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 what are we crying out to if we, if we have no sense of what it is? It's just time to cry out. Is there a no. No. Okay, good questions, good questions. Let's just read a little further. back to the Pasik Marlibi. This is the meaning Malibi to you my heart says Bakshuponai, meaning Pnimius Alev. Hainu Al Bakshu ponai, and then it says, What's the connection? <laughs> my heart says to you, Search for my insights. God, I'm searching for your insight. He said it's the same word. Bakshu ponai, look for my pnimius. How, how are you going to find my pnimius? Through as ponecha shemavakish. By me searching for your pnimius, you'll have bakshu ponai. We learned before the Pasuk, They follow God, roars like a lion. So here he touches. When you're following the Achirayim of Hashem, what's Achare? You follow his back, not achare, you go after him. You go after his back, achare, meaning you're only in touch with the achirayim of Alakus, with the ray, which is called achirayim. Achirayim means the hind part, not his full expression. 
because it's all with a tzimtzum. So then what happens? Ka'ar yishag. There's a roar. What's the roar? You heard a lion's roar. That roar is a gewaldik tzaykeh, but it's the chitzonius tzaykeh. It's a tremendous tzaykeh. But the loudness of it shows that it's a chitzonius roar, as we will see. Because it comes from achri Hashem alakechem yelechem. You're, fa- you're in touch with the Achirayim of Elikus. And that Ach- what is that? That's the Ziv, which saturates the world. And when one senses that, there's a tremendous cycle like a lion, roaring to connect to the truth of life, to the truth of existence, not to the falsehood and superficiality and klippa. That's the Chitzayin Yishalev. That's the Tzayka of Arya Yishak. The tzaykeh that comes from ponai, pnimi yisalev, this can only come from me searching for your ponim. Not for your ziv, not for your achare, but for your ponim, for your pnimius. Then, when I search, when I, when I touch, when I yearn, when I'm sensitive, to your pnimius, when the chords of my soul's violin sends the music of your pnimius, it results in what's called psyche pnimius of the lave. Bakshupana. The soul of the Jew consents on the chords. If you'll compare a soul to a harp, Rabbi Yudha Levi says, about I am a harp to your melodies. If we compare the soul to a harp, the harp becomes a conduit upon which music plays through its chords. So the soul's chords can be sensitive to the music that comes from Esponecha Shemavakesh, to the Pnimius of Ainsoif. When the soul's chords sends that music, it becomes a kinoir for that sound, for that symphony that comes from the pnimius of Ein Soif. There's a different type of tzaykeh. It's not the roar of the lion, it's the tzaykeh of pnimius alev. V'hupchines b'chol ma'idacha. V'haftas Hashem alekecha b'chol avavcha with your entire heart. B'chol nafshcha with your entire soul. So how much do you love God? As much as you love your soul. With your heart, with your soul. In other words, when your soul recognizes that it is really Hashem Alekecha, you love Hashem because you love your soul. B'chol nafshecha. What's b'chol moidecha? B'chol moidecha is this nekuda. Beyond nafshecha. In other words, that nekuda which is beyond the consciousness of creation. V'zeo, we say, mimamakim krosicha Hashem. Shir ha-malois, mima-makim. What's mima-makim? L'chein oimlim mizmizeh ba-seri simay tshuva. What's mima-makim? From the depth. The depth of what? Mima-makim krosich ha-shem means me-imke ha-lev. From the oimek ha-lev. Not from the chitzonius ha-lev, but from the oimek ha-lev. Ki a-yidei tshuva ilo. Because the connection to Asari Simei Tshuva is Tshuva that comes from the depth of the heart. 
ki rao mar ozveyas Hashem v'richukei meriponaviz baruch asher noga adan nefesh mamash bekedaviz v'leiv amok. When he feels bad over his distance of Hashem, which touches the nefesh in the deepest place, ha'ideizim ha'erir gamkin l'mayla liyaz krosicha Hashem mehelem elagilu yishayizgala b'chinas p'nim yismalchosi yizbaruch. Aleinu. The mimamakim of a person is Hashem. My oimek calls out to you. It calls out to your depth that the pinimius of his malchus should be able to come out. says, From a distance, God showed up to me. See, Taishas, what's the meirachik? Meirachik is from a distance, meaning beyond that which creation fathoms because it's malubish in creation. It's meirachik. This is the whole concept of Zichroinus on Rosh Hashanah. What's Zichroinus? Rosh Hashanah we have, Zichroinus, which means memories. Shaloshin, so literally it means Zichroinus, we focus in Musa of Rosh Hashanah on the fact that God remembers. You remember everything, you remember everybody. Memory relates to something that's distant. Something that's in front of my eyes, I don't say I remember. I remember you when I'm looking at you. I haven't seen somebody in many years, and somebody mentions a name, ah, you remember. A memory, by definition, is something that's remote, it's distant. And that's why you need a memory. Somebody once told the Arisameach, Rebbe Simchagin, the Rokat Shover, Gone has a moiridika memory. He says, Bechali doesn't have a good memory. He says, <laughs> he said, what do you, he remembers Kalatarikul? He says, doesn't remember it. It's always open in front of him. He doesn't have to remember. Memory is, you once learned it, and you remember what you learned 40 years ago. It's like a photograph. A photograph, he says, doesn't have a memory. The whole thing is, Mama, they have a siddha open in front of you. don't have to remember. It's all open in front of him. It's not a zikaran. A zikaran is noifal al-davarach. Lekach a'emunim ato zoichem What's the Chiddush? It's a Chiddush. Sheim rechoikim e'erpon of his baruch. Ata zoichem ma'isayoylam. Not only klifi pshute that God remembers. That's how pipshat, that he knows what's going on. It's not a hefkevelt. He's teaching here on a deeper level. Ata zoichem ma'isayoylam. Essentially, ma'isayoylam is rechoikim e'erpon of his baruch. It's so distant from the true light of his pnimius because it's nivroyim. The shoifer, which represents Pnimius Halev, not the lion roaring. The lion roaring is Chitzonius Halev. The shoifer, which is Pnimius Halev, that shoifer is Ma'ayra de Zikarin, the memory of the deep Ava that comes from his essence. Which you touch through the shayf. Really, we're saying it's the response of Rosh Hashanah is at Zohar is the response to, to the Bakshupana. Yeah. yeah. To be remembered, and at Zohar is the Pneumius being right, responding. Pneumius responding. Okay, I know this needs some uh, <laughs> fleshing out. <laughs> some oisius, abyssal mayim, abyssal mayim, next age. Right? Abyssal 
Okay, so we'll try to explain a little more tomorrow, Bezer Hashem. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.